You're just in time for Just in Sports. I'm your host, Justin Reifman, back from a little two-week hiatus, taking a break, and I'm excited to have this guest on with me today, Fred Lagarde, and went to Ryder, um, it was former basketball manager. Fred, I'm excited to have you on. Good to see you. Thank you for having me on again. I think this is my third time on your platform. I'm just blessed that you invited me another time, you know. It was already cool that I got invited a second time to do the last thing with Brother James Green, but a third time, dang, um, I must have left a good impression on you. So thank you for having me back again. No doubt one of my favorite guests to have on. And I, I'm, I'm being honest right here. And I want to dip into my first topic, which I think we're both kind of passionate about, the story going on with Sha'Carri Richardson and not able to go to the Olympics what were your first initial thoughts when this story came out? Um, when I first heard the story and the breaking news, I was very disturbed and very like mad. I was mad and disturbed because I feel like personally that it's a little bit blown out of proportion. Um, here's my thing. I understand, you know, the rules were broken. I understand there are rules and, you know, to compete for the country, especially, I understand, you know, everyone's trying to compete for the country. And then like the few who make it, you know, you have to really follow all those rules and everything has to be perfect. But at the same time with her situation to hear, okay, her biological mother had passed. And you know, when a loved one passed, everyone copes with it, everyone deals with it differently. So, you know, when I heard, okay, she's dealing with the passing of her biological mother, you know, she just broke this record at the, um, you know, the um, what was it, the race to make the Olympics. You know, she broke the, the trials, excuse me. There you go. She breaks the record. And then, you know, she's talking about how she just lost her mom and everything. You know, hey, she might have did smoke a little marijuana, but it's not like she did any type of crazy Jeez. drug. She didn't take no perk, Percocet or no Molly, she didn't take any pills. She didn't take any performance enhancers or anything that would have really had her, you know, out of control. And it's like now, as we see in each different state, this is getting legalized Legal. now. New Jersey, just legalized. Like everybody's legalizing. And in the state she was in, it's legal in that state. So, you know, I understand they have rules. The, you know, Olympic people and the committee, and I understand they, you know, want them to hold this standard as the Olympic athletes representing the country. I understand that. I understand it doesn't look right. Okay, one of our track stars is smoking weed. I get it. I feel like it was a mistake. I feel like, you know, again, her mother had passed. She coped with it. Like, you know, by smoking weed, some people would have might have drank. Some people might have turned to something else for an outlet and cope with, you know, the loss of a loved one differently. But she just chose that route. I don't think it was anything crazy for everyone to be making it such a big deal. I just feel like it should have been like, maybe here's a warning type of thing or a couple days suspension or something like that. I feel like she should have still been able to compete for her country. You know, and she worked so hard from LSU to now, you know, and been training with Nike and stuff and her trainers. And then again, she breaks the record at the trial. So it's like, 
why would you deny her what she's worked hard for? And at the end of the day, like she's your best runner too. Come exactly. on, man. You want to go in the gold. So I don't know. Like I, I had the same thoughts there. But then another one I really want to say is shouldn't we be care about her mental health? She just exactly. she just lost. I can't even imagine losing like my mother. She lost her mother. Shouldn't we be worried about that? I I, I just I, I was very, very like upset and exa- about that. And exactly. And it's crazy because you know the times we're living in right now it's a big now mental health is at the forefront of things so like now we're taking it more seriously so it's like you don't think about in that moment again her her mental health and how her mental was and again she just might have coped that way just by smoking whether it was one blunt or i don't know how many how much she smoked or whatever but i just again no one thinks about those type of things how people are dealing with you know these different things it's not like she just did it just because exactly it was like on some you know recreational type of thing again i lost a loved one again like you just said i could imagine losing my mother especially at this crucial age she's like close to our age 20 yeah. years old young you know this is not like she's older type of thing and no she's still growing she's still maturing she's not all the way there yet and again you just lost your mother that oh my like you know again I can't imagine. And again, you're competing still and she's doing her best and gave you her all too at that. that you know, and it's a lot to ask. And I just feel like they should have just gave her a warning or again, just dealt with it differently. And again, just don't do it again. And that's it. That's yeah. how I feel. And then I, I read this USA Today article, which kind of annoyed me. They were they're comparing. I know, I know a lot of people come out say, were saying um Michael Phelps did it, and mm-hmm. um saying well, and and they're like oh Phelps in this article they said oh Phelps did it after the Olympics were over. Still, we go back to the mental health aspect, and 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 like you said, it's getting legalized places. I mean, it's not a PED. I, I just found it absolutely ridiculous. You know, and like, again, even, okay, they did it after, but you didn't strip them of any medals. Exactly. Mike Phelps still has his medals. Yeah, yeah, all those eight medals. Lance, Lance Armstrong and them, they're still good. So it's like, you didn't discipline them in any way, shape, or form when they got caught doing worse and doing what they were doing. And, you know, again, I don't want to bring Grace to it, but it probably does have something to do with it. And again, hey, I'm and the woman too. And the, I she's think she's a woman. woman yeah. too. She's a woman and she just happens to be African American. And we yeah. know in these times, especially when it comes to sports, like when you're African American and you're doing well, like you have to like you can't make a mistake. It's like if we saw LeBron make a mistake and like let's say cheat on and wife or did something crazy, the whole the, they would blast. Oh my LeBron. gosh. Yeah. They would drag him, drag him through the mud, you know. But if Tom Brady cheated on his wife, oh man, hey, uh, it's Tom. Exactly. Hey, it's you know, so accurate. It's just uh, it's sad how it's so much contradiction and double standards. It's a little messed up, you know. But hopefully things will change. And again, I hope. And I, I'm gonna watch the Olympics still. Don't get me wrong, because I love USA. I'm gonna watch it. You know. At the same time, though, am I really gonna be watching the women's track? Maybe not that as much, because I'm a little bit mad at I get I respect the other woman who competed and made it I love Sydney McLaughlin I love some of these other ones out here and I might watch some of those events but certain events I might not watch because I just feel like I wanted to see her 
you know, run that race. Get the gold. That's me personally. She's exactly. gonna get the gold. I, I was actually you answered the question. I was gonna ask you, are you gonna watch Olympics still? Because I'm going back and forth. I mean, it, it it's really upsetting me. So I I think that's a I, I like what you're doing. Maybe not watch some certain track events, but I, I was considering not watching the Olympics as a well, whole. It made me upset. Well, I'm I'm 50 50 still. Like right now, I'm kind of like okay, I'm gonna watch some events because again, like we have Sydney McLaughlin. She's from New Jersey, so like of course I try to support my home state and my people from there. So at least if I watch something track related, probably would be that. But at the same time, so I'm not liking how the committee is doing things this year and just certain things like now that I heard some about, you know, they're probably not gonna allow them to drink or do any, there's no fun. It's just like the village is gonna be the village focus, nothing. And it's like, there's no fans, I think, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, cause it's, it's still bad over there. Yeah, yeah. it's just, it's just crazy and, I, I don't know, man, you know, I, I'm kind of 50-50. I'm going to try, though. And then now you see with the basketball side. Exactly. That, Beal. They're, Beal. They're bad. Yeah. They're, I don't, I mean, again, no disrespect. I love Team USA basketball, but I don't think, I don't know if they're winning gold this year. I, I do not think they are. I mean, JaVale McGee was named the replacement yesterday. I know. I, I saw that. And Keldon Johnson. So I don't know. Hey, yeah. I, and then again, like everybody's talking about, you know, these are your replacements. And then, you know, disrespect to them because they made the NBA, they put the work in. But there's so many other people you could have called. Like everybody's pushing, why didn't you call Trey Young? He's yeah. not playing no more. He's free. You know, it's so many, it's a couple of others they could have called. But again, I don't knock anybody. I love Greg Popovich. I love those coaches and what they're trying to do um, at the same time. I don't think it's their year unless they just turn up when the game start, you know, because losing to Nigeria and Australia back to back, that was such a shocker. Yeah. So I want to transition into this game I do with my guests called Yay or Nay. And I'll bring up some topics going on sports and say yay if you want to talk about it. Nay, we'll move on. So first I have is, um, you know, I'm a big Washington Wizards fan. I'm in. DMV, they hired Wes Unsell Jr. yesterday as head coach. Yay or nay? I'm going to say nay. Next, I have staying with coaches and relating to the Washington Wizards story. I think all the vacancies are basically filled, and Becky Hammond did not get any of the jobs. Yay. You want to go first? or I'll go first. I think we obviously mean you talked through um, Twitter about it and yeah. Instagram, you know, direct message about it. I, I just can like, we, we think things are progressing and getting better, but I, you see now we still have a long way to go. I feel like with those vacancies and I'm going to express to you, especially the Portland vacancy. Yeah. Um, I just feel like she was the most qualified again. And I agree with you, Sam Cassell deserves a shot, but in terms of who yeah. was interviewed for that, Pacific vacancy and the finalists, I feel like she was most qualified to get. I heard Mike D'Antoni was in it, but he's paid his dues. He's had his chances, yeah. you know, and he's an assistant with Steve. So I feel like the next person should have been her for that vacancy. I love Chauncey Billups. I think he's an excellent player, you know, and I think he did well, you know, his playing career. At the same time, it's like the guy barely finished his first season as an NBA assistant. 
and he gets the job flat out. And now he's just pushed in the head coaching position. I don't know if he's able to be handle, going to be able to handle the excuse me, um, and handle the pressure that comes with being a head coach. She's been assistant for years now under Pop. She's coached summer league. She and, won you know, it the first year. First year when she, she won coached, the first she year. She won the yes. whole thing. She won the whole thing in Vegas. So like, and that's where it's like she's proven herself. And even that time Pop got ejected, she coached the rest of the game. And yeah. it's like she's proven herself time after time that she knows what she's doing and she's not like just any old we're just hiring her just to make a statement or for just some show no like she knows her thing she knows her basketball the players respect her too I'm the just players saying. respect yeah. her you know so it's like why not give her an opportunity all you can do is give her a shot and at the end of the day she's a it's not like she's just any woman she played the WNBA for years. She knows the game. And like you said, the players really respect her. And opposing teams, too. And not, and not, opposing and not just the Spurs. Opposing teams, players, they, they, I, I'm saying they, they go up to her all the time. Exactly. So, like, even besides the Portland one, it's just other vacancies. I'm like, why not? You know? Who's Wizards? You know, I'm not saying they should not hire that young man. I'm not a fan. Overall. I'm not a fan of the hire. I'm not a fan of the hire. I'm not a fan. That's why I said nay. I'm just not a fan, you know, at all of that hire. And some of these other ones, hey, be great. And again, there's some other assistants who are not obviously men who deserve a shot as well. Um, but again, with her situation, especially again, I definitely express you the Portland vacancy. I feel like that yeah. should have been her shot. But then everyone's talking about Pop grooming her to replace him. But I don't know how many years he's going to coach. And who has time to wait for that? You yeah. know, when her time should be now. And, and especially when you look at Popovich, because I always wanted her to coach, be Pop's successor. But, I mean, it was it was two years ago when, when Pop lost his wife. So, I mean, basketball is what he has right now. So, I don't see him retiring anytime soon. And he just came to USA coach. And yeah. listen, I don't think he's just going to retire that quick. He just became, like, the official guy at his first Olympics. You know, I think he's going to go at least from Florida – four more years in this might do another olympics at least at least you know i don't think he's just gonna retire and do one olympics um after being coach k's successor so that's where it's like are we really gonna wait that long to give her a shot and it's like why her top like her time is now i feel like again we just elected first female vice president like i feel like women deserve a shot now because of that like once we elected her and then especially like her being a minority on top of that, I feel like, okay, now women should be able to get any position that they go up for and try to get. And I feel like, again, with that Portland one, or even maybe even, well, no, I like the Orlando hire. I'm going to say I don't like yeah. it. But, um, you know, even with some of the other vacancies, though, I feel like, again, she should have really gotten a shot and gotten her chance to, you know, prove herself. Even if you wanted to sign her to a one-year deal and try it out, I feel like it should have been a try out, try something, you know, and just see. Because then they were talking about, oh, you know, Damian Litter, you know, um, didn't want to see. I heard, I heard he wanted, then I heard he didn't. Then now I hear he's going to request a trade. So it's like, you know, you do all that, Portland, but your man's is going to leave regardless. So I don't know. You, I just think that's uh, not fair. 
you're leading into the next headline I had, which is Damian Lillard. Rumors that he requested a trade yesterday, but he came back out and said those are not true. Yay or nay? Um, yay, and um, I just think he's um, saving face right now because it got leaked. I think in the coming month or two, I think he will request a trade personally. Um, I think with what he got going on in Portland, it's not enough to win him a chip, a championship. It's just not enough. I, you know, I love CJ McCollum. I love Melo. You know, I love those pieces. Those are good pieces. I don't know. He just needs something else. And he doesn't have that there. And he's not going to get that there. And now with Chauncey as the head coach, I don't know if Chauncey's a I, – I, I like this um, – was it Terry Stouts or the – Yes, yes, Stouts was a good coach. I, I think he was a good coach, and I don't think it was his fault. Again, they just – the general manager and the management, then they need that – they didn't give him that extra person that, you know, they needed. Yeah. You know, and that's not on him as the head coach because, again, I know they play a role in drafting and some things, some acquisitions. But most of the time, it's the GM, the basketball operations people who's really doing the trades and the signings like that. And he just gets the players and has to develop and coach them. So, you know, I just feel like it really wasn't his fault. And then, like I said, you hiring Chauncey. He barely fit. Like, he just finished his first year as an assistant. Now he gets pushed into the head coaching position yeah. with barely any ex- experience. And, again, this is not like it's college. This is high-level oh. NBA. This is the top of the top. Just like even with the Steve Nash hire, I was a little skeptical of that too. Cause it's oh, like, too. you're a trainer, you know, you train KD in off season, but it's different. You're coaching him during season at all eight through game. It, it's different. It's just two different things. And that's where people have to realize, okay, I could be a good trainer, but all because I can train you, I can develop you and work you out. doesn't mean I can coach you in games and be a good coach on court for you. And, you know, people need to understand that role. I love Steve Nash and I love the Nets and everything, but I feel like if they had a different coach even with them, I feel like they would have done, done better and gone a little further. Playoffs, you know, but hey, back to what our main thing, though, um, I think he did request, I think he's saving face right now. I think he's leaving, and I think if he's smart, I'm going to the Lake Show, and then Nets versus Lakers finals next year. That's I how think, I look at it. I think that's the most realistic destination. I a lot of people want to see him in New York and think it would be good. I, I have a weird feeling that if he went to the Knicks, it wouldn't work out well for him. No, because it's I feel like it's a similar situation where you got good players, but you just don't have that enough. extra person enough to help you. And it's like going to that situation with Braun, it's a perfect match made. You got it's three superstars, just like with the Nets. Three superstars. Thinking if all of them stay healthy, all six of them, I'll, it'll be a perfect finals matchup. Kyrie versus Damian Lillard. Who's the best? That'd be KD great. KD versus Braun. Yeah, that's that, like, or KD, uh, you know, or Harden versus Braun, or KD versus Andy Davis. Like, that'd be a great finals. And I think that's his best move. Then I, I read what? I read Warriors on there. Yeah, Warriors. Warriors. That's not happening. <laughs> they he, would he's not playing no two guard next to Steph that's that's foolishness exactly and then the heat I thought about the heat maybe maybe uh-huh. you know because they made it to the finals in a bubble I guess and he they could have used him because Dra- Dragic is okay yeah. you know but um I think realistically the lake show would be the best thing they need to get 
get rid of Schroeder. I don't think that was ever a good pickup. Should have re-signed Rondo, you know. But, again, I just feel like he's just saving face because I think he loves Portland. I think he loves what, you know, what they've done for him. At the same time, it's not personal. It's just business. Yeah. And next, um, I have KD I read today was um, talking about his time at Golden State. And there was a book written, and it made – and he said it made him look like he was disappointed and um, didn't like his time at Golden State, was jealous of the other players. Hmm. Well, I'm going to say nay because I really don't know too much about that. It be yeah. So next, um, USA basketball in the Olympics. We talked. We mentioned it earlier. I mean, they they've lost a bunch in the um the trials. They lost Bradley Beal had to replace him, as we said with Javale McGee. Um, yay or nay? Um, we could yay and talk about it a little, you know, more again. Um, I just I. Again, I respect Jerry Colangelo and the people who run USA Basketball. I respect all those guys, you know, but at the same time, I just don't think they contacted the right replacements. I don't even think they assembled the best team possible. I feel like there are some other people out there. They might not come into my head right now. I feel like there's some other players out there that could have really helped more than the players I, they I got. I love the Trey Young idea. I love the Trey Young idea because he, yeah, he's not playing. I, that would have been Trae Young doing? You know, <clears throat> it, it's so many. I'm pretty sure there's others <clears throat> that will come to mind, or there's a list of probably someone wrote an article like list of other replacements they could have chosen. You know, but like, I I love Drew Holiday. You know, do I think? Do I think the? I don't know. Drew Holiday is Olympic material. I love Drew Holiday. No. I think he's a good player. Is he Olympic material? Middleton maybe has earned his spot. Middleton maybe. Yeah. I, I'm. I might. I'll give Middleton, but a couple of them like it didn't. What like you know I know Kevin Love would draw withdrew. Yeah, he just withdrew. Trying the injury, and that's why Kellen Johnson came off. It's like was Kevin Love really? I disagree with the like, Kevin Love getting on the team. Like, why? You know, it's just certain. And again, I know some of them. The main superstars declined, and for their own specific reasons. But I feel like there's so many other rising stars. And again, I just wish my mind could think of some other people right now who didn't make it. I'm trying to think. Yes, I'm, I'm saying here. Um, they invite Jimmy Butler I, invited. I, I've I even put him. Yeah, like Jimmy Jimmy Butler, you know. Um, shoot, I'd rather have seen John Morant replace. I'd rather see John Morant on the Bruno team. Uh, yeah, because, you know, Jeremy Grant is on it. Exactly, Jeremy Grant. Like, you know, not a bad player, but not Olympic material. You know, he's the most improved player, and I think he's one. Well, he's the candidate for it. Excuse me, I know Julius won award, but like, exactly, like even him too. Is he on the team? No, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think Randall's on it. So, like, um, yeah, exactly. Like, maybe I would have called him, maybe. Over JaVale McGee, I don't know, but then he didn't show up in playoffs. And again, JaVale's good. I I love his defensive presence and what he brings. But again, are these Olympic athletes? Yeah. Representing the country out of all the players you have, this is what you choose. I'd rather you call Zion Williamson. Yeah. You know, 
<laughs> the up and the young up and comers though, who are gonna be end up being the face of the league. I'd rather you call them than some of the um, you know, older ones who's soon gonna retire or become a role player, or even I don't think Keldon Johnson is gonna be the face of the league in the no. future. I I don't think so. So I mean, I don't know. To each his own again. I respect those guys who run it. They've been doing a good job for the past years. But at the same time, it's like this year, I think they dropped the ball when it came to recruiting for that and trying to reach out to the players who are Olympic material. No doubt. So next, I have the NBA is bringing back the play-in tournament for next year's postseason. Yeah. Um, when it comes to that, when they first did it in the bubble, I kind of I understood it. I understood what they were coming from. Even again with this shortened season, I understand it. And then I, I'm okay with doing it one more year. I'm okay with doing it one more year. I was um, hooked into the, it. it. It definitely yeah. got, yeah. I like it. And it gets, uh, you know, it's different. I, I like different. And, you know, and, and it gives other teams a chance. And it's just interesting to see those eight seeds and those lower seeds battle it out, see who really, who really wants that spot, you know. And, you know, I just – I like it. I think it's good yeah. to have one more year. I don't think it's um, going to hurt them by any means necessary. When I suffer from a college basketball withdrawal, it reminds me of uh, around the 64, the playing. I, I love it. Yeah, so, like, exactly. Like, the first four, those those games, where the 16 scenes are playing each other. Like, that's I, – I love watching those games. So, yeah. like, it's like you made it, but you didn't make it. So, let's see who's really – Gonna make it because okay, I could have been a temp seed and made out and became an seed because of some games, you know, that I might have we were off on. Now I get a shot to play in and um upset it, upset a eighth seed and take their spot. I should have had a spot in general, but again, I might have fall short of some games. I was a couple of games back and behind, so now I get a shot. So I think it's cool, you know, I don't see nothing wrong with it. Other I'm people excited. might have different opinions. I, I, you know? I thought it was great. And moving on, um, the basketball tournament started this past week, and um, there's a couple Ryder alums in there. Um, yeah, and listen, I love the TBT tournament. I love it. I told you I know um, the guy who helps run it, um, brother Rob Kennedy, who's the head of Hoop Group. You know, I know him. And oh, last he's year, the head of Hoop Group. Yes, That's he's a- the president. And his family who started Hoop Group. So um, it's a family thing. So he runs Hoop Group as well as this tournament. And the way he was able to do it last year during the pandemic, it was so impressive. And I just think it's a great tournament. Yeah. I love how, you know, he's, you know, just maneuvered everything through these times and made sure things were safe for the players. And I was excited. Again, Ryder alums, I support all the Ryder alums that are participating. Novar Gadsden and uh, Jason Thompson. Listen, I support some other players too. Because I, I have some other friends like, or players I know too are in it. One of them are from my city, Marcus McDuffie. He played for Wichita State. So he's in it. Ooh. It's a couple of, yeah. So, so, and I love Jason Thompson, good dude. And love what he's done for the school. Of course, I support the fan. So I, I think it's a great tournament. I think it's great to see some of the throwback players um, play and have fun, you know see if they still got it it's gonna be different yeah because um overseas elite is not competing this year 
and they normally win the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll be good to see um, someone else get a shot, you know? So that's, that's a plus there. And like I said, I just love the way it's ran and organized. And again, the way they were able to do it last year, and during the crazy pandemic in the summer we had last they year. They pulled it off. They pulled off. They were great. That was the original bubble before the NBA. That was the original bubble, first live basketball back. Absolutely. So I, I just um, commend um, Rob Kennedy and his staff and those guys at TBT as well as, you know, he helped. I know some of the Hoop Group guys helped as well in just organizing and making sure it was safe. And like you said, a bubble-like environment before the NBA bubble even started. So it, it was cool. I get, I get cool. to see um, a lot of the college players who don't always go pro, who you people forget about. I mean, Jimmer Fredette's one. Always cool watching him again. Um, and then some of my North – I'm a big – you know, you know how much I love my North Carolina Tar Heels. Um, J.P. Tokido's in it this year. Oh, God. I, you know, I'm a, I'm a Duke fan, so, oh, God. That's going to be so weird when K is gone. It'll be K and Roy both gone. That's, that's going to be interesting. Yeah, it is. Definitely is. Um, I, I think both both teams have great replacements. I like Hubert Davis. I like Shire, you know. So, I think it's, it's obviously not going to be the same because it's Roy and okay, But, like, you really can't. Yeah, replace those two giants in the game, but at the same time, I think it's gonna be still good basketball, and they're still gonna get the kids they want. And I like Hubert Davis. I I love Hubert Davis. I heard him speak. Great um, to oh, the lucky. to the um, yeah. I heard him speak to the Tar Heel football team shortly after he was hired. And I'm like, yo, like I didn't even know he talked like could motivate and talk like this. So like he's a good hire, and then I obviously I'm a Dukey. And I started being a fan because of John Shire when they won that 2010 oh, really? chip. When they won the 2010 chip. Right after us, the year after I, that 09 team. Yeah, like I was a fan of that team. And that's what brought me to the, you know, brotherhood that I imagined myself in. And I, I love them ever since, Nolan Smith and all of them. So now to see them really coach the future Blue Devils, it's like awesome for me because I was like 10 years old watching them. And it's, it's crazy. And my last topic on uh, yay or nay, Space Jam 2, LeBron came out this past week. Um, yay or nay? Yay. And um, listen, I just, it's funny because I was on it. I have two interviews today. You were my second one. I had another interview earlier. And someone asked me the same question. <laughs> so um, I didn't watch it yet. I, I didn't watch it at all. I'm planning to watch it hopefully tonight. You know, hopefully tonight I'll watch it. But I think it's cool to see LeBron do him. Do I think he's going to top the original? No. No. I feel like some things just cannot be duplicated. And again, it's a whole new generation now. It's a whole new um, time that we're in. So, you know, obviously Space Jam was good for his time this might be good for our time to set one and with the technology and stuff but um you know i love lebron do i like his shoes though no i think they're ugly. i think they're ugly nothing's gonna match the jordans lebron should decide with adidas been the face there it's a long story but i think it's gonna be a good movie though i'm gonna watch it though later 
again, I hope it's not corny because you know you make, you make stuff with all this extra technology and it's not the same yeah. as the original. It could be a little extra. You know? I'm, I'm going to see it. You know, I, not, nothing compares to Mike. Nothing compares to Michael. But um, I heard the TNT guys are in it too. That'd I heard like, you know, they, they have a lot of features, and I like how they have Damian Lillard in there, Diana Taurasi, and all of them, and like the monsters and stuff. I like all that. And Shanae, cool. Shanae Gumake. Yeah, exactly. See, I'm forgetting. It's a lot of people in there. Yeah. And it's good. It's very good that they got them in there. I think it's going to be cool again for this generation and the time we're living in, you know, and these kids are going to be able to see their own, you know, their own goat because LeBron to me is the goat of our generation. And, you know, yeah. I, ever since I've been alive, he's been the guy. So he's the goat of our group. But like, obviously, our older, our parents and stuff, MJ is their goat. And MJ's still one of my goats, too. Don't get me wrong. But again, like, I grew up on LeBron. So, like, it'll be good to see him do him and have his own type of spotlight. It's it's gonna be good. I, I, I they're two separate players too. When you look at them on the court, you, you know, I, I never like when people say who would win the one on one. Two two different builds, like their bodies, and then two different eras they're played they played in. Absolutely, two different eras, like you said, two different body, two different positions. Yeah, it's just it, it's just they're two different players, so it's like hard to really compare them. And then, like you said, one on one is so it's hard. You know, do I think um, MJ and um, Kobe, um, would that be a better comparison? Yes. Yeah. Similar, same position, body type similar. You know, that would be interesting more than LeBron and MJ. It's just two different. Yeah, and LeBron's just, the way LeBron is built compared to Michael when he played. Exactly. It's just different. And like you said, there's different era. The game is different the way it was back in Michael's day in the 90s when they went in chips. It's different now. Um, you know, it's, it's a lot different. Like now, you like, you know, back in the day, you were a big, um, you, you were like a big. Yeah, now today, the big. Yeah, now today. The stretch. You have stretch. You have stretch forwards. And now your center can shoot threes and dribble like a guard. So it's just a different era. Back in LeBron played in that era, he might be, you know, doing some dribbling still. He might be a Scotty Pippen like player, but some of the stuff, him being really like the point guard doing some of the stuff, he probably was not going to be doing as no. much back in that era. You know, so it's just like you said, different eras of basketball and stuff has changed and the game's more spread out now and it, it's just different. It's more iso ball. It's, it's, it's different. Yeah. It's way different. Again, I think um, the movie's going to be good. You know, again, I'm glad they chose LeBron. Obviously, he's he's the guy now. Um, even at 36, he's still the guy. And, and um, I, I saw I saw LeBron when he was in um Trainwreck. I don't know if you've seen that movie. He 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 has a sense of he he has a, a good sense of he's humor. A good act, he's know. a good actor. He's a good actor. You know, not a bad actor. I think he's just as good as MJ was when he was an actor. Um, I think LeBron's more into like the mainstream though and different things than. Um, MJ obviously MJ was more kind of to himself private and then yeah. wasn't into like speaking out against social big social issues like LeBron is and let like LeBron lets lets people know where he stands MJ was kind of like a little controversial 
when I watched the Last Dance documentary, they would talk yeah. about how even they wanted him like in where in North Carolina, you know, it was of a Senate race, and they're like, "Yo, like endorse the black guy who's who's running trying to change things," and you know, do not just sit back and not endorse him. Like if you endorse him, he'll win. He didn't endorse nothing. He donated money. He said, but because of his lack of endorsement and him not being up front with his this you know choice then the um, previous um, senator got reelected. he was like one of those older white guys who was the part of the Jim Crow stuff so it's like we're trying to usher in a new era and we need your help why don't you speak up why don't you let it be known that you support us why just don't make money in private because you could have helped him win because now your money is in vain don't mean nothing because he lost you know whereas LeBron now he'll speak you know, I support, I, he'll say, I support Joe Biden. I support, like, he supported yeah. him, and I support the vote, and I support, he's very outgoing and expressive, you know. More so, vocal with those topics, and vocal. for sure. And, you know, and MJ was kind of like, and then again, that's just the, our parents, too, like, they're more, like, private, and their mentality was back then, hey, I'm just trying to do my job. I'm not worried about all that other stuff, leave that over there, and I don't need to evolve that with my job. Whereas nowadays, it's different. It's not like MJ was just like saying, oh, I'm a basketball player. I just want to be the best basketball player. But then LeBron is like, I want to be the best basketball player. I also want to be the best activist. And, um, you know, I want to sneak out. And I wanted to, you know, gel both of those together and not separate the two. Fred, thank you so much for coming on. This was a fun episode. No problem. No problem. Like, I always have a good time when I'm on here. If you ever need me to come back, I'm always open to it. Again, I know we had talked about coming all to the fall live, hopefully. With the radio yes. stations up and running, man. I, I went there I would love uh, to come back. last weekend, the other weekend. I went up, uh, did a test drive in New Jersey in my car, and I got to see the station finally. It's beautiful, and love to have you on. Absolutely. I would love to. And then of course, Ryder's still home, and um, I would love to come back. Also, I'm now going to be the new graduate assistant coach at LaSalle University. So oh, let's go. That's where, Congrats. that's where I'll be spending my next two years in my master's in um, nonprofit leadership and growing there, um, both in basketball and, um, you know, just with my um, stuff with nonprofits. And hopefully my goal is, at the end of all of this, with my degree in nonprofit leadership to develop my own nonprofit and help these youth through the game, basketball, through other sports and different avenues as well. Just help them become the best they can be, both on the court and off the court. Just help them get to that next level with college and just so when they get to that college campus, man, whether they're on a full scholarship or partial and a D1, D2, or D3, they're able to adjust quickly to the stuff that their coaches are going to want from them on the court and in the social aspects with stuff their friends are going to want from them off the court. So that's just my goal um, with this next chapter at LaSalle. That's awesome. And that wraps up another edition of Just in Sports. I've been your host, Justin Reedman.